Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to what will be the finale or the uh, the penultimate episode in Relax with Rizzoli Season 1. Oh, it's, it feels quite sad, doesn't it? But we do have a banger of an episode for you today. We have the final two races in the Formula 1 season. And this is going to be my last two countries of the year. I mean, there is only two. There's literally 48 hours left of this year. But, um, yeah... Look, this season has been absolutely incredible. And these two races that we're about to watch, oh my word, oh my word, Saudi Arabia and Abu Dhabi. I, what a bunch of two races. We're going to get onto everything that happens uh, in, in these, um, in these uh, races. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. And, uh, Yes, you will be hearing this on the 30th. That is a promise for once. And then uh, tomorrow is going to be the finale, which means, quite sadly, yeah, it's going to be my personal achievements and my achievements that I've had uh, while doing this podcast and uh, everything that I've kind of achieved in 2021, of which there is a lot um, to to get through there uh, personally and professionally. And yeah, it's going to be very, very, very exciting. So without further without further ado, is what I meant to say, let's go to Saudi Arabia for the first ever Saudi Arabian Formula One race. <laughs> Why is it with me these past two days? I cannot talk. Anyway, let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the penultimate race in the 2021 Formula One season. We're here for the STC Saudi Arabian Grand Prix here in the newly built circuit in Jeddah. It's looking like an incredibly fast circuit, and that it is. Let's have a look at the starting grid. Lewis Hamilton takes pole away from Valtteri Bottas. Obviously, it would have been Verstappen there, but had he not crashed yesterday, but he will start P3, a tenth down from Hamilton. Charles Leclerc in his Ferrari starts P4. Sergio Perez in the second Red Bull starts P5. Pierre Gasly starts another race, P6, with Lado Norris, P7. The second Alpha Tauri of Yuki Tsunoda starts P8. Esteban Ocon starts P9, and Antonio Giovinazzi, uh, unfortunately, his second to last race starts P10. Daniel Ricciardo starts P11 in the second McLaren, and he's, uh, for his second to final race as well, Kimi Raikkonen starts P12. Fernando Alonso starts P13. George Russell is second to last race as a Williams driver starts P14. Sainz, 15. Latifi, 16th. Sebastian Vettler, Lance Stroll, 17th and 18th. It's a ninth grid roll lockout for them too. And a 10th uh, lockout for Mick Schumacher and Nikita Mazepin, who starts 19th and 20th. Here we go, firing lights, it's lights out. And away we go, straight into the action there. It's looking like Hamilton's going to get a very good start. So is Bartas. Oh, Perez nearly into the back of Max Verstappen there. But Leclerc on the outside of Sergio Perez. Perez trying to defend their left and right, left, right goes the Ferrari trying to have a look at the back of Max Verstappen now. He's cleared one Red Bull and he wants to clear the second, but I don't think he's going to do anything too risky because obviously we have Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton tied into this championship battle. We're looking at Hamilton run away with it now just from Bottas. Bottas is going to need to do a lot 
to keep Verstappen behind as we're having a look at Giovinazzi being chased by Esteban Ocon. He goes wide. He goes quite wide. He goes on a wide line around the banked corner there. As we have a look at the cars filtering through this row and too wide there. That is Yuki Tsunoda again. Oh, just on the outside there. Fernando Alonso, I believe that was. And the running order is as follows. Hamilton, Bottas, Verstappen, Leclerc, Perez, Norris, Ocon, Gazza, Ricciardo, and Giovinazzi still in P10. But I thought we were going to see a scenting move there from one of the drivers. And we've certainly seen one there from Giovinazzi. Ferrari gets past an Alfa Romeo. Sainz gets past Kimi Räikkönen. What on earth has happened to Sainz? He was right up the order. We'll have to see what happens there in a replay. So now look at an Alfa Romeo on the back of Sainz. That is Reichland and Sainz. They go two abreast, three abreast. Uh, sorry, two abreast three times. And it's going to be Reichland that just loses out on that position. Now, let's have a look at the race start again. So, Perez gets actually quite a bad start. Actually, no, he doesn't. He gets a really good start, but almost goes into the back of his teammate. But he does happen to get that position, but not for long because Charles Leclerc is on the outside and manages to stay ahead of Perez. We're on board with Verstappen. Did he bog down at all, or was it just a... Fairly decent start. Oh, he had a little bit of vibration there. Um, he tries to send it on the outside of Bottas, but doesn't risk anything. Keeps it nice and tidy. Having a look at the replay of the start again. Hamza gets away well. Bottas away well. That's Lando Norris. Got a very good um, start as well. But there, there was an Alpine and an Alfa... Uh, not an Alfa Romeo. An Alpine making contact there. Oh, Esteban Ocon got squeezed against the wall on the car. It's a miracle nothing happened there. Very, very credible indeed. So we're on board with Lance Stroll here on the outside of his teammate. His teammate goes inside of the Williams. He does it again. Stroll and Russell noted. Oh, that there, I presume, is the incident that they are talking about on board with Sainz and Sonoda here. Sainz getting a good run. Goes to the outside of turn one. And very, very good indeed. As we move on to lap number 10, that's a has, that's a has in the wall. This could be exactly what Max Verstappen needs. But first of all, let's focus on the driver. I'm not too sure who that is. I think that might be Mick Schumacher. The back of the car is wrecked, and that is a full safety car instant Schumacher radio. Are you okay, Mick? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Oh. That is exactly where we saw Charles Leclerc lose it as well. Bam, oh, that is a heavy. Heavy impact there. We need to make sure that he is okay. Oh, yes, it does look like the barrier took most of that impact. Verstappen Radio. Uh, Valtteri is driving massively off the pace. I agree. It's a absolute. That shouldn't be allowed, what he does. I'm looking at it now, and to be fair, I agree with him. Bottas is going very, very slow, but I presume it's so that Hamilton can get in the pits, and Bottas can do a two-stop. Hamilton now in the pit lane. A beautiful stop there for Hamilton, who goes on to the hard side to 2.4 seconds stop. We're now waiting for Valtteri Bottas to come into... Oh, no! Verstappen stays out! Verstappen stays out! Bottas pits a 3.4 second stop for him, but now Verstappen leads the race. Lap number 13, and it's red flagged. This is exactly what Max Verstappen needs. They will get a free pit stop. Look at that tyre barrier. That tyre barrier is going to need to be replaced. And uh, I, I would just say, you know, 
uh, re pushed together here on the race. Restart Max Verstappen on a fresh set of hard tyres. They go into wheel. Hamilton Verstappen into the first corner. Hey, they touch. Oh, he keeps the racing line. They touch again. They touch. Hamilton and Verstappen touch. But it is Verstappen who gets fast. And that's Perez round. That's Perez. And that's a hat into the wall. It's absolute carnage on this restart. There is a lot of cars who have DNF'd a lot of contacts, but it's Verstappen who leads, and that is Nikita Mazepin in the wall, and Perez and George Russell as well. Oh my word, what an office! Another red flag, another red flag. We're on board with Perez here. He gets squeezed between the Ferrari and the Haas. He gets tagged by the Ferrari, and he has nowhere else to go. He does a miracle there of not being able to get into the back of anyone. Oh, that is uh, Mazepin into the back. I'm going to give you the opportunity uh, based on what occurred at turn one, two. We would drop you back behind Hamilton. Understood. That is my offer. Uh, yeah, we'll accept that. We understand the order will be Ocon, Hamilton, Verstappen. That is correct. We'll talk more about this in a bit. We're now on the restart. Max Verstappen on the mediums to the inside. They go three wide. Ocon and Hamilton touch, but there is no serious damage. Ocon leads the race. This is incredible. But Max Verstappen takes the lead away from him. Land number 18. This is a crazy race. We now see Hamilton making a move on Esteban Ocon here. And he takes P2 away from the already a race winner this season. Lap number 36, Hamilton on Verstappen. Hamilton SDRS, I think. He is going to maybe get past him. Let's see what Verstappen can do. They go wheel to wheel. It's a turn one. Oh, oh, it's Verstappen who has to cut the chicane after another bit of contact with Hamilton. Hamilton stays on the racetrack but loses all the advantage there. Let's have a look. Verstappen clearly ahead, but he gets tagged. He's crazy. This is racing. So let's give the position back to Hamilton. Oh, oh, they've touched! They've touched! Hamilton into the back of Verstappen! He was trying to give the place back! Oh, what a race! This is one of the craziest races I have ever been witness to! Hamilton goes into the back of Max Verstappen! When Verstappen is letting him pass, he had so much space on the left-hand side, but Verstappen broke on the racing line, I think, there. And yes, he did! Hamilton front wing straight into the back of him. This is sensational. Bottas on the back of Ricardo, who is in P4, who will now drop to P5. Verstappen and Hamilton instant, rightly under investigation. This race is absolutely crazy. Lap number 42, here we go again. Hamilton, pass Verstappen to take the lead. But, but Verstappen comes back at him. Oh, what a move onto the start finish straight into the final corner. Verstappen takes the lead with eight laps to go. This is sensational. Hamilton has to settle for P2. Verstappen is in the lead currently. Look at that move. We just see Verstappen to the inside. Oh, no, that is the incident before where we see five-second penalty for Verstappen for leaving again an advantage. I'm not sure how I feel about that, to be honest. We'll talk more about it after the race. Hamilton, Verstappen, he gets past him. He pushes Verstappen wide. And Verstappen is in second. Lewis Hamilton takes the lead. As we see, Lewis Hamilton, six seconds ahead of Verstappen, wins the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. 
here in Jeddah. There is the title, uh, title rival Verstappen finishing P2 and for two consecutive weeks at Alpine will finish on the podium or will he? Bottas and Ocon into the final corner. Who is going to take the last podium position? Bottas is right on the back. He goes left, he goes right. It's going to be a dead heat. It's Bottas. Bottas takes third away from Ocon, who I feel tremendously for. Wow, what a race. There it is, Lewis Hamilton lifting the first place trophy as we see Verstappen walk off the podium. They go into the final round, equal on points for the first time in Formula One history since 1974 with Emerson Fittipaldi. What a race. They are going to go equal into the final race on points. Join us next week or in a few minutes for the Formula Etihad Airways BMW Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. Uh, where, do, where do we start with that? J just where? Where on earth do we start? That was incredible. I can't, my, my, I remember my voice, uh, I was screaming so much at the finale, which we'll get onto in a little bit, um, where I, I, I was actually gagging because I was going, uh, uh, because I couldn't breathe because I was that like screaming and shouting. That was incredible. That that race, Saudi Arabia, I think was one of the best races. I think I've seen, I've definitely spiked the audio there. I apologize, but oh my word. So let's go over what happened in the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. So I'm watching the restart again. Um, it gets off to a pretty, you know, all right start. Um, there we go. So obviously, you know, Hamilton and Bottas got away well. Verstappen, Perez nearly took out um, Verstappen, which I was uh, I was holding my breath for when I saw that um, that puff of smoke. I thought it was going to go into the back um, of Verstappen, to be honest. Um, and it's uh, this is really weird watching a Formula One race with no audio. But um, yeah, everything was going all right. You know, um, what was it? Verstappen stayed in third. Um, it, it was a pretty decent decent run. You know, um, Perez got quite a good run. <clears throat> uh, and actually got ahead of Charles Leclerc, but um, he just had the racing line and managed to just pip and squeeze him. Um, and that lap number 10 is where it all falls apart. I'm just going to pause it here. Mick Schumacher into the wall. Now, honestly, I, these barriers are magical because there's about five layers of them, and it quite eloquently just, it you know, it took the car in, no serious damage. Um, well, to the driver and the barrier anyway, the car, as we well, I can see. <clears throat> looks awful. Um, big, big, big impact there for um, for Schumacher. Um, but this is just where it starts. So, essentially, he loses it like Charles Leclerc didn't qualify. We haven't even spoke about qualifying. Max Verstappen on one of the Ayrton Senna-like laps, I call it, like Monaco, Senna-Monaco laps, um, and he just, just lost it. In fact, a lot like Senna, I'm going to go into after the um, after the final race, um, why why I think Verstappen is Senna and Hamilton is Prost. Um I think, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll obviously go kind of more into that, um, you know, in a little bit. Um, but as, as we're looking at it now, this is Mick Schumacher in the wall. Um, and I think he just lost it like Charles Leclerc did. Charles Leclerc did the exact same thing on, was it Friday? Um, <clears throat> I think it was, uh, I think, yeah, I think it was Friday. Uh, and he went into the exact same place um, as Mick Schumacher did, um, which brought out the double-waved yellow flags and actually brought out the safety car. So <clears throat> what happened after this point is um, Bottas was trying to really, really, really slow 
um, slow Verstappen up so they could do a two-stop, um, which is, in the end, what they did. Um, so this is just Mick Schumacher. So, yeah, uh, after that, now, um, obviously, Verstappen and his... Um, his, uh, his guy on the pit wall was not happy. His race engineer was not happy because I'm watching the footage now. Bottas is going so slowly to just give Mercedes that advantage um, to be able to do anything. He didn't get a penalty for that, did he? In fact, that wasn't even under investigation. That's how chaotic this race was, um, that that didn't even get investigated. Um, so we see Bottas then pits and um, Verstappen does not. Um, he stays out, which proved to be a godsend of a call because as um, as Bottas and uh, Hamilton pits now, uh, lap number 13, a few laps later, it gets red flagged. So Hamilton has burned a few laps, about three laps, um, into his hard tyre and Verstappen is still on his set that he started the race with, the mediums. And then the red flag is called, which is an absolute godsend for Red Bull because then obviously during the red flag, um, they can change tyres uh, and they get a fresh set. Like I, I was trying to talk about, um, obviously during the commentary, but because I'm watching the highlights, it would have been easier if I watched the race in 13, just commentated the entirety of that. That's not a bad idea actually for this race. Um, but you see, it's literally just gone straight into the restart now. So let's dissect this. So I can't quite remember who was on who got a free stop out of it all i remember is that lando norris was supposed to start like p12 or something he ended up starting like something really far back um so he lost out there um but hamilton has already burned his um burn is um about three laps into his hearts whereas max verstappen now is on fresh hearts uh ocon in p3 as well not a clue where he came from um which was very... Oh, no, sorry. No, no, no. P4, P4. Bottas is in P3, my bad. Um, so it's five red lights, and it's lights out, and away we go. Both of them get a really good start. Hamilton actually matching... Um, Hamilton matching Verstappen um, into uh, into the first corner. We now see a big lock-up. He almost goes into the back. My God, I paused it at such a moment. Bottas almost went into the back of, um, of Verstappen there. Um which was not good. And now I'm just, I'm replaying through this. Um, Hamilton is ahead um, into, into the first uh, into the first apex of the left-hander, and then obviously goes the right-hander as well, which is, is that class of turn two? I presume it is. Um, so he's ahead going into, uh, into there. Was Verstappen ever ahead at this point? No, he wasn't. Um, so uh, he, he's, Hamilton is ahead at turn one, but Verstappen going on the outside then has the inside line here of which Hamilton goes right to the edge of the racing line in the apex of turn two. So as I said, coming into turn one, Hamilton is ahead. Uh, so obviously it's a left-hander and then it goes to a right-hander. So at the apex, Hamilton, as I'm looking now, is further ahead than Verstappen is. But Verstappen now has the inside line for turn number two. And uh, Hamilton doesn't leave him any room. In fact, he is on the curb, um, which means he obviously is pushing... Um, <clears throat> Verstappen wide and Verstappen doesn't even attempt to kind of like go right he just kind of goes straight on um, he doesn't crash into Hamilton but I think they do rub tyres essentially which allows well which pushes obviously Hamilton wide Bottas I'm looking at the back as well he's cut the corner as well uh, not too sure why um, because there's no one to his left so I, whether he's just done that to kind of avoid crashes or something like that Um well, Verstappen obviously then takes the lead um, in that. And they're coming out of turn two 
three abreast. So you've got Hamilton on the left, Ocon in the middle, and Bottas on the right. And as we play it out, Bottas drops way back. Ocon is actually challenging Hamilton for second place, which he gets because Hamilton has obviously lost a fair bit of speed um, due to that incident. And then this is where it just goes crazy. So... Um, from what I remember, there was a Haas or an Alfa Romeo on the right, Sergio Perez in the middle, and then the Ferrari of Charles Leclerc on the left. And obviously, the, got three wide up this bit isn't going to work well. So what happens is, is obviously Perez has to turn for this corner because he can see the Alfa Romeo on the right-hand side. He can't see the Ferrari because it's in his blind spot on his left. So he turns ever so slightly left. The Ferrari has got his nose behind his rear wheels, um, which obviously pivots him round. He's now sideways. So the, I, I'm looking at a camera angle where the cars are coming towards me straight dead on, and I've just got Sergio Perez in a 90-degree angle. So what happens is uh, he has contact um, with Charles Leclerc. And what happens, because there's a gaggle of cars here that have now slowed down because they've seen Perez go into the wall. Um, George Russell uh, is, is one of these, which we can see. And there, I can just see the back end of George Russell's car fly up into the air because Nikita Mazepin has gone into the back of him. Um, obviously, not Mazepin's fault at all. You know, uh, the cars ahead slowed down. You know, he, he, he was in his blind spot. Uh, well, not a blind spot, but you know what I mean? He, he, he was focusing on the cars on the left um, and George Russell was dead ahead of him. He would just slow down. You know, he has to, otherwise he's going to crash um, into the person ahead of him. But th that was a complete racing accident with Nikita um, and George. Um, and that obviously brings out the red flag again. Uh, but now Ocon starts P2, but we're going to listen to a very important radio message. We can see, obviously, Mazepin's front wing is gone um his front right tire is broken front left um is naffed naffed everything also that green aston martin looks really good and then we can see george russell as well um getting out of his car and then a red flag once again so uh here we go so yeah he's got a car on his right which he's aware of uh he thinks because he's ahead of charles leclerc he can t uh, go to the left because he thinks charles is going to back out because that is a disappearing gap i agree with that he turns left charles is still there and he do you know what perez after he spun around has done a very good job at not collecting anyone um and there we just see the damaged um car of Mazepin here so he's got an Alfa um he's got an Aston Martin to his left I think that's Lance Stroll who's going at the same speed of his um as as him in fact so is the McLaren and the Williams to the front left of him which is Latifi um and it's George Russell that slows down and obviously that was you know there's no way nothing Mazepin could have done in that situation and obviously just crashes um into the back and this is what we want to listen to so this is the Red Bull team Radio. So this is Mazepin's crash, and then now it's in radio. I'm going to give you the opportunity uh, based on what occurred at turn one two. We would drop you back behind Hamilton. Understood. That is my offer. Uh, yeah, we'll accept that. We understand the order will be Ocon, Hamilton, Verstappen. That is correct. Right, and then it cuts to lap 17 again. So this is on the restart. So we don't even get a chance in the highlights to talk this through. That really annoys me. Because the whole point of the FIA and the race director is to tell people, no matter what the decision is, right, you're doing this. Since when did it become an open offer? Like, um, Jonathan, I'm going to give you the option uh, to uh, take uh, my, my offer. You know, my offer is that we will put you uh, behind Hamilton. Sorry, that was a terrible Australian accent. But do you, know, do you see my point? When 
since when did it become a debate? It's not a debate. It's not a, a, a negotiation. The whole point of a race bloody director is to go, look, this is what's happening. Not, yep, this is going to happen. Um, and, and, you know, we give you an offer to do this. Um, and if you don't, then we will refer it to the stewards. And I'm, at this point, I, me and my mum are just going, what? You know, what? Why? The whole point of Michael Massey in his job is to tell teams, listen, you're going to start behind Hamilton. And do you know what? I, even at that incident, um, because that's the second time, granted, that Verstappen's gone off track. Uh, actually, no. No, yeah, that's the other thing that annoyed me, is Hamilton never gave um, that time back um, from the lap one incident. Um, so, as, as I said, Hamilton um, on the inside, Verstappen uh, gets pushed out. Uh, no, sorry, it's uh, Hamilton... Let me think about this. I don't want to go back, but um, but essentially, they're side by side. Hamilton gets pu- barged off the track, if you like, um, and he gains an advantage. Um, but he never gave that back. Granted, Hamilton would have walked away with it anyway, even if he gave it back. He, it wouldn't have made a difference to the race result. But my point is they didn't even give a penalty for that. But the moment it came to Verstappen's, and granted, I think because they've seen Verstappen not turn in, um, to even bother making the apex um, to do exactly what Hamilton did, um, which is go off that little runoff there. He decided to just go straight on, touch wheels with Hamilton to slow him down, so then he would be able to get the lead and Ocon would be in second. It was a clever thought from Verstappen, granted. Um, but, yeah, the whole point of a, a race steward, uh, sorry, not a race steward, the race director, is to go, right, you're doing this, if you don't agree with me, go to the race stewards. That, that is the whole point of him, you know? Uh, like, I, I just can't wrap my head around how... He's, he's, I think he's kept his job as well as Michael Massey for 2022, I think. Um, and as we go to Abu Dhabi, oh, oh, oh we're going to go off on another one there because... <laughs> good God. Um, but, yeah, I, I just don't understand that. And, you know, th- there was a lot of back and forth because um, it was like, okay, Ocon, Verstappen, Hamilton... Uh, now, uh, now, Jonathan, the order will be Ocon, Hamilton, Verstappen. Um, and, I mean, to be fair, the person who gains out of all of this is bloody Ocon. Imagine his reaction starting from pole um, on the restart. Um, you know, it's it's not the only time he's, he's led a Grand Prix this year. Um, but, well, for, very briefly in this race. Um, but, yeah, I, I just didn't understand that at all. I didn't... The, the, the communication... And the consistency of the FIA is absolute crap. It is. It, it's it's terrible. You know, one week, you know, a, a few weeks ago, um, they were, what is it? A few weeks ago, they were bullying Red Bull and letting um, Hamilton and Mercedes get away with everything. Then these final few races, they've absolutely cracked the whip. And to be fair, at some points, I think very unfairly on Mercedes. Um, don't be wrong, I wanted to see Verstappen win the title, but still, not in that way. Um, and, you know, it, it's... I just, I can't understand why they went, right, we're going to give you an offer, and this is what's going to happen, and if you don't like it, then we'll take it. It's just, you're the, the, the whole point of your job is to tell people when they're in the wrong. That is the whole point of you. 
you can't tell this gets me and every other Formula One fan wound up, can you? But um, yeah, I, I was I was very like, eh, why, why? Why, why, why? Anyway, let's move on to lap number 17, and it is the third start of this race. So uh, it's Ocon now on pole, Hamilton from Verstappen. Ocon gets away well, so does Verstappen. Verstappen cuts uh, ahead um, of this here, and we can see they go into the first corner three wide. They're equal here, and then as we just go forward, Verstappen is ahead Um Verstappen is ever slightly ahead coming into the first apex. In fact, he's a full car wits ahead after the first apex. And then we see uh, Hamilton and Ocon have a little coming together as well. So Hamilton has easily, uh, sorry, Verstappen has easily got the lead here. Ocon then does what Verstappen and Hamilton did. Um, Verstappen, uh, sorry, Ocon just goes completely wide. Um, and Hamilton's front wing takes damage, um, obviously from a little bit, well, it's ever ever so slight damage um, which means that Ocon then leads um, there is a McLaren I think that's Daniel Ricciardo trying to overtake Bottas um, and then obviously Ocon takes the lead which is unfair because well Verstappen it's not unfair because he gets it right back which means that he's now holding up Hamilton uh, this is Ricciardo and Bottas uh, going wheel to wheel coming into turn 4, turn 5 that is lap number 18 we're now seeing Hamilton on the back of Ocon a few laps later, well one lap later um, without DRS, gets past him very easily um, into the first corner. And then the charge is on for for quite a few laps. Um, now on lap number 36, um, this is where it gets interesting. So Hamilton with DRS now on the start-finish straight. Uh, Verstappen takes a inside line. Um, Hamilton, he gets very close to him. Uh, coming into the first corner, Hamilton, let's have a look here. Oh, this is quite hard to judge. Hamilton, no, Verstappen is still fully ahead. And Verstappen does exactly what Hamilton did um, on the first lap. He is very entitled, you know, he's ahead. He's very entitled to take um, to take that line, but he just loses it um, a little bit and has to correct and goes straight on at the apex like, um, like Hamilton did. Um, except this time, Red Bull gets investigated for it. So um, they were side by side, but I don't think Hamilton was ever properly ahead. He was definitely never uh, at least half a car ahead. Um, so now that's seven tenths. Uh, 1.1 um, seconds now um, between uh, Verstappen and Hamilton. So here, here's the helicopter view. Yeah, Verstappen was totally ahead there. He took a lot more speed than I think he could. Um, he couldn't slow down in time as he kind of like straight lined the apex um, and didn't slow down enough. So that made him go straight on. Um, both cars are actually off the track at this point. I think that's why it wasn't investigated. Um because, oh no, no, I think that's why it was, or it wasn't investigated, we'll see in a minute. Um, but obviously, uh, Verstappen cuts it very tight to that wall there. Hamilton actually does a job, um, or actually tries to rejoin uh, the track. He goes over the green and white curbs, whereas Verstappen just goes straight, you know, straight on. I can see probably why they investigate this now. Um, let's have a look at Hamilton's radio. He's crazy. Yes, he is. But we love him. Uh, okay, this is where it gets very interesting now. So lap number 37, Verstappen and Hamilton. Let's listen to Verstappen radio. Max, so let's give the position back to Hamilton. Obviously, do that strategically. Give the position back. So he said, give the position back strategically. So what that means is give the position back um, uh, before the DRS. Uh, before the, the DRS um, detects. Um, 
or before the, the DRS, so, um, which means that obviously he would have made the legal overtake. Um, he has given the position back, but then that gives Verstappen DRS to then easily go past um, Hamilton. But as we see during that team radio, it didn't go down that smoothly. So what we see here, obviously, while he's giving the position back, um, while he's giving the position back, he slows on the brakes. And let's be real, I think he made 2.9 Gs of braking at this point. So he's slowed down, slows down, slows down. And then, yes, you can see that it slams on the brakes. Um, Hamilton tries to go left, um, but, he, you know, there's nothing he can do. You know, he, he's to be fair, he's following far too closely, um, I think, is, is Hamilton. But, um, you know... At this point, it's Hamilton. Uh, Hamilton doesn't get told <clears throat> that Verstappen is going to let him pass. So, from Hamilton's perspective, there could be a double waved yellow. There could be a yellow flag. It could be another red flag or something. So, why would Hamilton risk going past Verstappen when he obviously hasn't been told? Right, he's going to let you past. Granted, he shouldn't be following Verstappen so slowly um, or so closely, and so, like, right behind him, you know, there was, like, two or three car widths to the left of Verstappen that, that he, he he could have, you know, um, uh, he could have gone instead. But, you know, in Hamilton's defence, he doesn't know. You know, nobody's told him, right, we're going to give, the, um, he's going to give this position back, which means that at this point, then we go, bang, there we go. And that is the front wing um, gone. Uh, I just want to hear this in English, um, or with, with the uh, with the commentary because I it was brilliant. So here we go. Oh, oh, oh! It might help if I turn the audio on. See, do that strategically. Oh, they touched and they collided. Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton. How much damage on Hamilton's Mercedes? What has happened there? What has happened there indeed, Crofty? I love how like excited he gets. I love it so much. Um, it's so, 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 so cool. But um, obviously, as we're watching this uh, this bit here, Toto Wolf is not a happy man. <laughs> as we see him smash. Um, he smashed his, um, his headphones. I think he had to get some new ones. Um, but that means that the front right of Hamilton's front wing, his end plate, uh, had snapped off at this point. So the thing is, I think that equal blame there. I think equal blame. Um, you know, it, it wasn't Hamilton's fault. It wasn't Verstappen's. Oh, well, well, well. It, 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 they both could have done better, but I think it was harsh to give Verstappen a five second. Um, but let's be real, it didn't really make any difference anyway. I mean, he's got practically a pit stop back to walk on anyway. So um, it didn't make a difference to the race result. But yes, Toto Wolff was not a happy man. Neither was Christian Horn. I would love to hear the team radio after that um, on, on all ends. Um, but obviously, uh, here we go. So it just goes bang. He does slam on the brakes. They were so lucky. Max was so lucky not to have a puncture and Lewis to have more damage. Um, and so let's have a look again from the top. You know, at this point, you know, Hamilton is staying behind him because, you know, he doesn't know if there's a safety car. I don't know if there is... Um, there are a few Marshall posts, but I don't think there's any like LED uh, things. We then see Verstappen break, um, which obviously, uh, ah, yeah, there we go. And he immediately accelerates after that as well. Um, so, you know, that, that does look quite, 
sus on on his part. But then uh, we see Bottas overtake Ricardo for third, uh, for fourth, sorry. Uh, but I think does Ricardo Ricardo had a brilliant race in Saudi Arabia, very unnoticed. He finished P four. Uh, no, he didn't. He finished P five. Sorry, my bad. Uh, sorry, yes, that put Bottas into P five. P4, sorry, and Ricardo into P5. So this uh, is lap number 42 now. Uh, we've got Hamilton coming um, coming right right onto the back um, of Verstappen. Uh, there we go. He then overtakes him um, very nicely, but then just coming into the braking zone so beautifully and cheekily, Verstappen then goes to the inside um, and, and takes the lead um, again from Hamilton. So this is just before the start finish straight. And then does he get DRS? Yes. So Verstappen does get DRS. Hamilton doesn't. So that was kind of an advantage. Uh, well, that's advantage Verstappen easily there. But I just thought that was a beautiful, cheeky little uh, little move there. Um, but as we know, um, it doesn't really affect the race result. You know, that Mercedes just had pure pace. And then that is a replay of the start of lap number 37 incident. So now, finally, with seven laps to go, lap number 43, Lewis Hamilton finally uh, gets past. Oh, no, there we go. Um, so this is the point where um, kind of uh, Verstappen... Um, Verstappen uh, and Hamilton finally um, see each other for the last time in this race. Um, Hamilton takes the inside into the final corner, but does push Verstappen wide. And I actually want to say, have I still got the race in 30 open? Yes, I do. I want to see on... Oh, I don't think I can, can I? Oh, no, I, I need to look at the full race. I need to look at the full race. Uh, give me two seconds. Because I actually want to know what happened there on board-wise. Because we, we don't really get a good perspective perspective uh perspective of um what happened so uh let me just go down down we're going down saudi arabia i don't think we get the full race do we actually oh no that's really annoying oh that's oh yeah okay that's really annoying um so we don't actually uh yeah we, we we can't see on board we can see like last year's 2020s full like race reviews uh full races but we can't see this year's which is a shame um uh, but anyway from this perspective hamilton runs verstappen clear off the track um which is unfair and he doesn't get investigated for that uh from ha from what i can remember not that it would have made much of a difference even if he did get a five second penalty because he's finished about six seven seconds ahead anyway here we go lap number 50 yeah seven seconds uh seven seconds um he, he, he manages to pull away from Verstappen with broken front wing damage as well, which is just shows the pace and the strength of that Mercedes. It's absolutely incredible. And then this was the fantastic bottle, uh, bottle battle between Ocon and Bottas. And you gotta feel, you gotta feel for um, for Ocon here. He lost out by about a tenth of a second to um, third place, uh, but that again just shows the pace and strength um, of that Mercedes. There we go. Uh, not 0.102 of a second. And, you know, it was almost a double consecutive third place for Alpine. Um, and, you know, well done, Valtteri. Well done, Valtteri. And uh, Max not looking happy as he walks straight off the podium um, at the end there. But that means that for the first time since 1974 between Emerson Fittipaldi and Claire Gazzoni, I think I said another name earlier, um, they go into the final round equal 
on points. And we didn't, we, you know, we thought that was going to be it, you know. But it came down to the last lap as well, of which I am so excited to commentate because this are the two races to remember in this season. Absolutely sensational. So without further ado, let's get in to the final race of the season, the finale, the title decider, Abu Dhabi. Ladies and gentlemen, it is decision day here. It is finale day. It is title decider day here at the Etihad Airways Abu Dhabi Grand Prix here at the Yas Marina circuit for the final round 22, final round of the 22 season. Um, here in 2021. Lewis Hamilton attempting for a record-breaking eighth world title. Max Verstappen attempting to become the first ever Dutch world champion. This is the starting grid for the race. Max Verstappen pips Lewis Hamilton to pole by three, uh, three-tenths of a second. Lando Norris starts P3 with the second of the Red Bulls starting P4. Carlos Sainz starting P5, the battle for uh, fourth in constructors there. Valtteri Bottas starts P4, uh, P P5 battle. Bottas starting P6, Charles Leclerc P7 and P8. That was on about the battle for fifth in the constructors. Esteban Ocon starts P9 and Daniel Ricciardo starts P10. Fernando Alonso, the Spaniard, starts P11, and Pierre Gasly starts in P12 out in Q2 yesterday. Lance Stroll, P13, and then his final race, Antonio Giovinazzi starting P14, with Sebastian Vettel starting P15. Nicholas Latifi in the first Williams, out-qualifying his teammate against in P16. George Russell, P17, in his final race ever, Kimi Raikkonen starts P18. Mick Schumacher starts P19, and no, Nikita Mazepin as he tested positive for COVID-19. Christian Horner looking fierce there. As for the final time this season, one, two, three red lights, four red lights, five red lights. And for the final time, it's lights out. And away we go here in 2021. Hamilton takes the lead of the race. Sensational. Perez overtakes Norris. Norris goes very wide as he is now under attack. The two Ferraris coming together. Uh, well, not crashing into each other, but they are very, very close together. As we see Hamilton lead the race away from Max Verstappen, from Perez, from Norris, from the two Ferraris. And Yuki Tsunoda doing a brilliant job there, defending his position there. Lewis Hamilton going left, defending his position, now coming to the right to take the racing line into this situation. Oh, Verstappen goes for the lead in turn seven or eight in the newly reprofiled corner. He takes the lead, but I think Hamilton cuts the corner and he will go over the other start finish straight to retake the lead of the race. Perez right on the back of Verstappen. Yes, he gave that back. I agree there. He needs to give that position back. That was not good um, from from the seven-time attempt to become an eight-time record-breaking world champion here coming into the final few corners underneath the hotel here. It is Lewis Hamilton then who starts and leads this first lap of the race. Verstappen down one position in second place. Perez right there to back up his teammate MP3. Carlos Sainz overtakes Norris. Yeah, copy. We're happy with the gap that you've reinstated. 
they're happy with the gather they've reinstated and unfortunately I don't think that is because it's 1.3 seconds ahead but we will see about the uh, the, the pace um, in this race whether that is enough coming down to turn six now Verstappen on a hunt he really wants to become the first Dutch world champion here and break a record that has never ever ever been seen before with Perez in third as I said backing up his teammate there the gap at 1.2 seconds staying very well there so this is Verstappen on Lewis Hamilton there oh this is the oh this is the incident that I was uh, on about um, he gained a lasting advantage it looks like but the gap seems to be pulling away and away and away on lap number two here this is the incident that I thought was at Saudi Arabia but it's not uh, this is uh, probably where he should give the place back uh, well I say give the place back at least ease off a little bit uh, for that okay mate so just get your head down no investigation on the shortcuts or the advantages that he's gained in terms of gaps and let's just get on with this and win it on track that is incredible what are they doing here what are they doing here says Max Verstappen and to be honest I agree I mean you know he went off track he gained an advantage but then again his pace, you know, it wouldn't have made a difference looking so far. Uh, but that was what happened. He just got the better start. Max was on the softs, Lewis on the mediums. Um, and he just got a better start. So whether um, Max had a lot of wheel spin, uh, let's have a look. So, yeah, Lewis just had an incredible start. Uh, a tenth of a second faster um, for reacting to lights out there. And he just takes the lead very easily into turn one through turn two. Uh, and turn three here but this is where we see Verstappen taking the lead well we thought so taking the lead coming into turn eight I think this is um, yeah so he takes it he's beautifully he stays on track he goes uh, through the things and yeah look at that that is completely unfair on Red Bull and Verstappen there he's a great lap Lewis just keep it up just keep the pressure on great laps here on lap number 11 as there is almost a five second gap to Hamilton from Verstappen. Here we go, so lap number 14, Verstappen comes in for his first pit stop. It needs to be a fast stop, and it absolutely is by the Red Bull boys. Mercedes reacting to that. Let's see if they can have a good stop. Oh, it's a little slower, a little slower indeed, but still very good. Hold up, Lewis, where it is best to do so here is Perez and Hamilton and Perez is going to dance to the inside oh what beautiful defending he really is holding up but he's got a bit too deep in there Verstappen no not Verstappen Hamilton gets a very good exit there and that I think will be it um Oh will, oh will he? He's got DRS! Sergio Perez on the dirty stuff! Oh, retakes the lead of the race and holding up brilliantly. He has seven and a half seconds to hold back Hamilton just for his teammate. This is a brilliant bit of defending. He's going so slowly. Look at this. This is payback for Bottas. He is indeed lap number 21. And this is where Hamilton, I think, will get past Perez for good into turn one here. Oh, will he? No, he won't. Perez still hangs on to the lead. He goes side by side. Perez on the softs. Hamilton on the mediums. This is brilliant. They get them down to three seconds. That's some dangerous driving. I don't think so. He's going to go for the stand. No, he's not. Perez still ahead. The gap is now down to two seconds. Oh, this is sensational. This really is 
a Murray Walker. Ayrton Senna, all the gods are looking down here. And Perez is going to try. Again, he goes to the outside. Can he get past him? No, he can't. I think that will be the lead. Look at He's right there. Verstappen is right there. Right behind Hamilton. And Perez. This is sensational. Perez has DRS, which means he gives Verstappen DRS as well. He's going to let Verstappen get past him. Yes, he is. Thank you. Absolute animal. Checo is a legend, absolute animal. And that, with five laps to go, that is Nicholas Latifi. I don't believe it. A double wave yellow flag with five laps to go. The championship was looking for Hamilton for his eighth, but this blows it wide open. This is, oh, this is, uh, I don't even know, this is Verstappen in the pits. He's going to get a fresh set of some tyres. What happens here? He just loses the arse. Oh, I feel so bad for him. That wasn't his fault. The car just gave up. But the question is, will that be a safety car? That is the question. That is the question. Yeah, not Latifah's fault at all there, bless him. Just loses the rear. Safety car incident. This is not what Lewis Hamilton needs because Verstappen is now on softs trying to get um, the car. Oh. Black cars will not be allowed to overtake. They won't yeah, be. Of course. Typical decision. It's classic. Oh, that's the price. <laughs> There's four or five cars Why between are we them. These lap cars out of the way. Just give me, well, because Christian, just give me a second. Okay, my main big one is to get this uh, incident clear. Incident clear, but I don't believe it. There is five cars between. Wait. They're overtaking! They are overtaking the safety car! We will have a last lap dash to the line! Whoever safety car ending! This is sensational! It will be Verstappen versus Lewis Hamilton! Verstappen on soft tyres! Hamilton on all hearts! This is the championship! The last lap! Michael, this isn't right. This is sensational! Whoever wins this lap! will win the World Championship. Oh my God, I can't believe what I'm witnessing. This is the greatest race in history. Lewis Hamilton has gone. They are side by side. Whoever takes the lead will win the championship. Oh my God, this is sensational. Here we go for the last lap of racing. Whoever crosses the finish line and the next lap will become world champion. Here we go. Max Verstappen biding his time, looking to get past Lewis Hamilton. Can the seven-time world champion become an eight-time world champion? Or will Verstappen become the first world champion to be Dutch ever? Let's see. Let's see. Where's he going to go for it? He's on top. He's on top. He's covering. He has sent it. He has sent it. It's a tight six. That is the championship. Max Verstappen, if it stays like this, will become world bloody champion. This is incredible. We think he can't do that. That could be a penalty. Let's see. He goes for the... Oh, oh my God, Hamilton goes to the outside. He's not going to do it. Verstappen's gone deep. Verstappen has gone deep into this section here. Oh, my God. No, Mikey. No, no, Mikey. That was so not right. So not right. As we see, Hamilton coming back. They almost touch into this section. Wheel to wheel. Verstappen stays ahead. This is... I can't believe... What I'm witnessing, turn nine into turn ten. This is the corner of the championship. And I think time has run out for Lewis Hamilton as the new kid steps on the block, 
eight years of dominance. Mercedes have had to be stopped by Red Bull for the first time in history. Max Verstappen will win the World Championship. Wow, and the World Championship has gone Dutch and it's gone. Max Verstappen, I can't believe this. Wow, Max Verstappen, champion of the world. Wow! Oh my word! The sportsmanship from Lewis Hamilton going to say congratulations to Lewis uh, to Max Verstappen. But as we are looking at the first Red Bull champion since Sebastian Vettel in 2013 with 395.5 points, Max Verstappen wins the world championship. Mercedes take a very well-deserved Constructors' Champion win. But Max Verstappen, ladies and gents, wins the World Championship. Oh, my Lord. That is the first time I have watched that since it happened. Oh, my God. Just, what? What just happened? What just happened? I'm sorry. What? Can we just, like, uh, 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 what? Max Verstappen, ladies and gentlemen, for, you are hearing this correctly. I can confirm Max Verstappen is the world champion and the first ever Dutch world champion as well. Absolutely sensational stuff. I've completely spiked my audio there. That is going to be probably incomprehensible, but I don't care. I'm releasing it because that was genuinely my raw reaction. Um, when I when I actually watched it live, <clears throat> you can hear my voice. My voice is going off. I need to calm down. But boy, my adrenaline is jumping. Um, I, I don't even know. Like my, I'm wearing a short sleeved um, shirt, and I'm my arms are sweating. My forehead is sweating. My hair is sweating. My head is sweating. Oh my lord! And Alex Albon on the radio at the end as well. Oh my lord, Max. Um. Oh, just incredible stuff. You can hear like the graveliness in my voice um, starting to come through. But wow, 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 wow. Just absolutely incredible. Where do we even start with that race? Because that was another action-filled race. So let's start. <clears throat> Here we go. So Lewis Hamilton beat Max Verstappen off the line, even though Verstappen was on pole position and had the soft tyres on, whereas Lewis Hamilton just had the mediums on. We can see Daniel Ricciardo right over to the right edge of the track there, trying to overtake uh, Pierre Gasly. And by the way, let's not take away from a very well-deserved fourth place for Yuki Tsunoda, ending the season as he started it, um, which we which we like to see uh, with a very good race. So Norris goes very wide um, at the start, uh, and essentially this... <clears throat> carries on for a few laps. You can tell my voice has absolutely been decimated by that um, as we come into the first few corners. So let's have a look where it really, really went wrong. So here we go. So I believe this is turn six. Am I right in saying? Um, so just after the, the main, uh, one of the main straights, um, Verstappen is ahead, I think. Let's have a look. Um, so he goes to the dart bomb. Lewis sees him. Um, that is something else which I'll cover after this as well. Um, yeah, he's he's way, <clears throat> way ahead of the apex. But uh, in fact, you know what? He makes that corner brilliantly. And this is what I thought uh, Saudi Arabia. Sorry, um, I think I mistook that earlier. Um, but here, 
Um, Lewis Hamilton did gain a massive advantage by cutting the track. I mean, look at that gap there. I mean, well, that's about 1.5 seconds, was it, something? <clears throat> um, but, oh my God, I'm so sorry about my voice. Um, but, yeah, so that was that was deemed, you know, unfair. And I, I think Lewis should have been forced to give that time back. But at, at the end of the day, we've, we saw his race pace and it was nowhere near Max's. So, you know, Lewis was so much faster um, in in race mode than Verstappen was. So it wouldn't have made a difference either way. That's probably why they didn't investigate it. But, um, yeah, so that was that was very interesting. Like, oh my, even my legs are sweating. Um, so Verstappen, I think, said on the radio there, that was like, give him, uh, get, let him, get, give, tell him to give back the position or something because Max made the corner. Absolutely made the corner. Uh, lap number 14, Verstappen then pits for tyres. That leaves uh, Perez in second. A really good stop for Verstappen there. Lap number 50, Mercedes have to react to that. So they take off um, Verstappen, um, Hamilton's um, mediums, puts him on hards. And now this is Perez, hold him up. And let's just talk about this. We need to talk about this. Sergio Perez, you are an animal, my friend. You are are an absolute animal because I can't lie I thought Hamilton you know he'd hold him up for a few corners um, but the gap let's have a look so the gap from Perez uh, or Hamilton to Verstappen is 8.2 seconds by the next lap it's about a second and a half or something um, incredible incredible so here we are. Uh, we, uh, Hamilton has DRS, goes to the inside. Uh, remember, Checo's on softs. Uh, Hamilton thinks, fine, he's got the move done, so he moves to the racing line. Checo darts for the inside, as we see, ahead at the apex. He goes a little deep, which allows Hamilton just to get a better kind of run on this apex, uh, which he does manage to... Um, to get past him, but then Checo has DRS, not Hamilton, and Checo goes completely off track here. Uh, well, no, no, he doesn't actually. Um, well, he goes on like the blue and white stuff um, on the inside, um, and sparks are shooting out of his car um, as he retakes the lead away from Hamilton. So the gap now has already dropped to 7.3 seconds um, on my right hand side, um, on my left hand side, sorry, now 7.5 seconds. And now obviously we're coming into like turn nine. Um, well, no, that was turn nine. So we're coming into like turn 10 here um and this is just where where Checo just has to park it on the apex not go fast at all um here we go so into turn 11 now and look at him here the gap now to Verstappen to Hamilton is 6.6 .6. so it's come down by what two seconds in the space of a few corners um so now Hamilton tries to go to the outside honestly Perez just parks uh, his car on every apex and everywhere where he needs to go. Uh, now going over the start-finish straight, uh, Hamilton to the right-hand side. Uh, Perez is still ahead, though, on softer tyres, and he still keeps the lead. I couldn't believe this when I saw it. And then Hamilton um, come through this left-hander here, right-handed down into turn six. Uh, or was it turn four? Sorry. I, I, it's turn four, not turn six. Um, Hamilton try, tries to send it here. Uh, he says that's some dangerous driving by Checo. I don't think it is. I think that's just um, the adrenaline um, running there, uh, which, you know, all the drivers have. He tries to get a better run out of the corner and just isn't able to do so. Uh, and then finally here, and that is the shot that I love. The fact that they've just come out of that corner. Uh, Hamilton with the RS is overtaking Perez and the gap from Verstappen to Hamilton is now 1.1. At the exact place, I think, where they were starting to fight last lap, the gap has done come down seven seconds. What a 
animal is Checo Perez. He's such a team player. You love to see it. And then Checo try, uh, tries to attack again and goes for the outside. Um, and then, you know, Hamilton's got past him at this point. Uh, and now we're, I think we're on to the second straight here, turn eight. Uh, coming to turn nine, I think he has DRS. Uh, Perez has DRS, which means Max has DRS. And Perez just pulls over to the left, breaks really early, allows Verstappen to go past. Checo is a legend. Um, he's an animal. He's an animal, says his team. Lap number 53. So this is where it gets interesting now. Um, Christian Horner said over the radio with uh, a lap 50, I believe it was, with 10 laps to go, whatever it was, eight laps. Um, no, it was eight laps to go. We need some sort of miracle. Um, for Verstappen to win because the gap now is 12 seconds uh, from Hamilton to Verstappen. And I looked at my mum, bearing in mind before this race, I bet 50 quid and I never bet 50 quid on Verstappen winning the title because I had a feeling I just went, you know, he's going to win and properly all this season, this is exactly how I've predicted it's going to go. Um, you know, come down to the final race and it's almost like Netflix have made this season. It's incredible to think about. Um, but, yeah, so uh, I think he said, yeah, we need a miracle for him to win. And I went to my mum after he said that, look at me. Someone's going to have a crash. It's going to bring out the safety car. Max is going to get new tyres and Max is going to be world champion. And I said that to my mum. She will back me up and say that. And then it happened. Lap number 53 is where um, Latifi had a crash. And do you know what? I feel so bad for him because he's had so much hate. Um you know, so much hate. Um, but it could have happened to anyone. It could have happened to anyone. He was battling Mick Schumacher. I think I've seen something like a joke post say that Schumacher uh, inadvertently saved his dad's title record or something. Um, but no, it was just, um, they, they were fighting. Um, let's see if he got on the dirty stove, uh, messed up his tyres a bit and when he was just breaking, the arse overtook him. And, you know, he had a crash. It could have happened to anyone. Um, so, you know, and, uh, you know, Again, you know, he is Mercedes, and I don't really know how um, that is going to affect the relationship now between them. Um, but if anything, Christian Horner said he's going to send a lifetime supply of Red Bull um, his way, which is um, a, a nice thing, I guess, instead of the the monster. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, we'll, we'll see if he actually sticks to that. Um, but yeah, uh, he crashed. Um, then coming into the final few corners... Um, which brought out the double-waved yellows, which meant the safety car came out. And uh, something that I really, I despise actually from Toto Wolff, he's become quite unsportsmanlike, I think, in the past few races. Um, he goes, no, Michael, no, you know, don't bring out the safety car or something. Um, you know, don't bring out the safety car. And he just goes, uh, I think Michael Massey, one of the only times I, I agree with him, he went, Toto, your race isn't, my priority. I need to make sure that the stewards are safe, that the car that's crashed is safe, the scene is clear, you know, and I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree with him. Toto shouldn't have piped up and said that. Um, but yeah, it, it is what it is, I guess. Tension um, in the moment, which means the moment that happens, Hamilton is actually ahead of um, that at this point. So it's too late for him to dive in the pits. But I'll tell you who does dive into the pits. The world champion, Max Verstappen, boxes from his hards to a fresh set of soft tyres. So having a look at the stop now, it was a very good stop. Um, as we now see, yeah, Latifi just coming through here, just gets on the power a bit early. Bang, bang. 
again, nothing he could do. You know, bang, yeah, yeah. It's uh, nothing he could do. It could have happened to anyone. Um, you know, yeah. It's, oh, it's a quite a big impact as well, actually. And then lap number 56. So this is where it's controversial. So as everyone in the Formula 1 community knows. So there was two options. There was either leave the safety car out and Lewis Hamilton would win behind a safety car, win the championship, which would not have been, a, I think, a good way to, to win. I would have much rather, as a racing driver, even if it meant I lost the championship, I would have preferred a racing lap. And I think that's what Michael Massey was pushing for. He w And I think everyone else agrees that it shouldn't have ended under a safety car. It should have ended under a racing racing conditions, which is what it did. Um, but the problem came, um, you know, past this, uh, when Michael Massey um, said, right, we're putting the safety car out and we're going to get it back in. And this is where Total Wolf was on the radio like, you know, come on, no, Michael, no. You know, um, I think uh, Hamilton's trying to push him back. And then it was announced, uh, here we go to Verstappen, lapped cars will not be allowed to overtake. Let me say that again. Lapped cars will not be allowed to overtake, which effectively means that Hamilton would have won the championship there. But, do you know, there's a, there's a really big part of me that would have loved to see um, just what would have happened if those five cars had stayed there. Because I still think Verstappen could and probably would have won the title in quite a Senna Prosty way. Um, because... Because Verstappen, you know, he was on soft tyres. And let's be real, those five cars that were lapped are hardly going to go racing, are they? Literally all of them would have pulled to the right-hand side, slammed on the brakes, and let Verstappen go past and chase Hamilton. And Verstappen had the one-lap pace to just go after Hamilton. I think he would have made it uh, maybe turn nine, I think, um, where or turn eight or nine after the long straight. I think that's, what he went. that's where he would have made his move. And I think he would have sent it. Um, you know, lap, final lap, he's got nothing to lose. Um, but I feel like that would have been one quite dirty way, I think, um, as opposed to a political way. There's no way to win here, is there, in, the, in this race? You either win politically or you either win um, dirty, um, which was, uh, yeah, not not ideal for either of them. Um, but it does feel like the cards were stacked against Mercedes today. I don't know whether there was a little master plan of um, Michael Massey's and the FIA's to bring it down to the final lap um, and make it like that. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll never know. Um, but it, it was at this point, you know, I, a, a real big part of me would have loved to see just what those lapped cars would have done. Um, I think genuinely all of them would have just parked out of the way and just let Verstappen go for it. But that's not what we got. So we got a message uh, originally that the first uh, the first five cars won't be, you know, lapped cars are unable to unlap themselves, which was very good for Mercedes and Hamilton. It meant Verstappen had five more cars between him and Hamilton. But the problem then comes when Michael Massey says the these cars can overtake. And obviously, as we know afterwards, when Mercedes took it um, took it high, and um, I think they, they were going to take it to the CAS, which is like the highest sporting court in the world, um, uh, to appeal it, they said, well, I think Red Bull's argument was in the regulations, it said, um, oh, what was it? It says any car, in the regulations, it says any car that has been lapped by the safety car 
um, is allowed to unlap themselves given the direction or something like that. And Red Bull argued it says any, not all, which is a vital part of the regulation. Because if it said all, that means all the lapped cars would have had to get themselves onto the lead lap down to Schumacher. And that would have just meant, you know, no racing. Um, and it would have ended under a safety car. Whereas what Michael Massey did, they, I do kind of respect that he, he ended it on a on a racing lap. Um, granted, quite unfairly and very politically, he allowed the five cars to go by, which again is a very, hey, can you do that? But I feel like because he's the race director, he has all the power in the world. He can do whatever the hell he wants. Um, so I think it was, the cars that were there was Ricardo, uh, is that Alonso? Oh, it's Alonso Ocon. Um, I can't. I can't remember. Um, I think this is where Max is just going. Yep, typical, typical, typical. And uh, here we go. Ah, oh, here we go. Uh, so this is the Red Bull team radio um, to the FIA on lap number fifty-seven. Why aren't we getting these lap cars out of the way? Just give me because Christian. Just give me a second, okay? My mate, big one is to get this uh, incident clear. There we go. So, and then all my respect for um, for Michael Massey goes out the window again because he, he just doesn't know what he's talking about. I mean, granted, it's a very, very high-pressure situation and, you know, all, all this, all this. Um, but it, it's, you know, it's... Uh, was it um, um, uh, Christian? I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm just try, trying to... And I'm just like, come on, man, this is your job. You know, this is your bloody job. You should know this. Um... But anyway, the lapped cars get out of the way. Um, and yes, quite unfairly. Um, but my, oh my, just what a final lap as uh, as we see. Here we go. The lapped cars will be allowed to overtake. So it was a Ferrari, a McLaren, two Alpines, and whoever that is. Is that an Aston Martin? Oh, that's an Alpha. Oh, yeah, that's an Aston Martin. Aston Martin there. Um, and Toto Wolf not happy at all. And then the safety car ends, so they managed to clear the scene just in time. So safety car in this lap, we get one final lap of racing. This is what the championship has come down to. Um, and Toto Wolf on the radio, which we will listen to now. Oh, give me a sec. There we go. Now, let me go. There we go. Michael, this isn't right. This isn't right, honestly. I'm I'm with Total on that. It's it's not right. It's a it's a vagrant and a very obvious bend of the rules that they are just making up as they go along, kind of thing. Um, because he can and he has the power to do so. Um, which I'm I'm very just like really, really. I mean, he has all the power. Why not? Because uh, he has made one of the greatest seasons um, in Formula One history. In fact, I'd argue the best season in Formula One history. Um, but as we, oh no, that's with the audio on. Let me just turn that off ever so quickly. There we go. Um, and then we just come into the final lap, and Crofty's commentary was second to none. And um, you know, and I th oh, that that was another point as well. Um, Mercedes um, were arguing that Verstappen went ahead of Hamilton. Um, into this final section here, which he did by literally a few centimetres or a few inches. It it wasn't anything to gain a lasting advantage by or anything, and he gave it straight back. So, yeah, the, the stewards immediately threw that out. Um, as we now see, side-by-side, side, uh, Verstappen and Hamilton, and Hamilton then goes um, into the final few corners. Safety car in, and for the final time in 2021, 
Um, I oh just oh incredible. Um, we we already know what happens, but just absolutely incredible as we see, you know, really really close. Um, really, really close battling as we're seeing Hamilton Verstappen into turn four now. And Verstappen, that's the championship winning move. He sends it into turn four. And that's that. Absolutely sensational. Gets past him. Hamilton has a look, gets alongside him here. Coming into turn nine, I think. Uh, maybe this is turn six, I think. No, the, sorry, that's turn six and turn seven. Yep, okay, got you. Uh, it's turn six and turn seven now. Oh, and that's FIA Mercedes radio again. Um, but this is now, they get, I'm just going to try and pause it ever so. Oh, they get, Hamilton gets so close. He gets literally within a few inches of Verstappen's rear right tyre. His front left gets within about two, three inches. Um, you know, they almost touch. And Hamilton just, just, I just behind um, here. But Verstappen has the racing line and on fresh softs, um, which uh, Hamilton didn't have. Um, but then that was practically his last opportunity, unless he was going to crash into him and send him off. Um, but turn 10 now, turn 11, turn 12, turn 13. There we go. And turn 14, turn 15, and turn 16. There we go. Turn 16. And Max Verstappen, ladies and gentlemen, becomes the first Dutch world champion. Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. FIA Formula One world champion, Max Verstappen. First winner, 2021. And then when Alex Albon jumps on the radio, oh my God, Max! Look at the sea of orange in the grandstands as well. Incredible. It absolutely incredible. His emotions must just be off the scale. All of Red Bulls as well. You know, absolutely incredible. And this, this is the bit that I wanted to cover next. Lewis has just lost the world championship due to appalling politics. And let's be real, the politics has been against him all of his life. The fact that he still has the balls to go away from hugging his dad, come back, oh no, I think this was before that, to get out of a car, take his helmet off, go over to Max, give him a hug and say congratulations. After he's just lost this to politics. And then go on the podium and spray Max with champagne, well, not champagne, because you're not allowed champagne, but sparkling whatever, I think is such a, is such a compliment to his character. You know, I'm not the biggest fan of, of Lewis Hamilton, but I think this year, I because I've always thought him as, as like recent years, he's thrown his toys out of the pram when it hasn't gone his way. This year, he hasn't done any of that. He has genuinely got his head down. And if something has not gone his way, he has bloody fought for it. And you know what? I couldn't have chosen. I'd, none of them deserve it more. Verstappen deserves it because of his hard work all season and his sensational performances. But then you talk about sensational performances. Brazil, Lewis Hamilton, 25th to first. Uh, uh, you just got, how on earth does a man do that? How, how does a man get kicked down so brutally? The fact that he gets sent to the back due to a thing that's not even in, in his control or his fault. He then... 
manages to get to P5 and then gets another penalty for taking a new engine. He then fights from P10 to P1. And, you know, none of these boys deserved it more. Not one of them deserved it more than the other. They both had sensational performances. And genuinely, I think it just... Hamilton's luck ran out this year. Um, And, you know, Verstappen thoroughly deserved it. And do you know what? I will be honest. I I did want to see Verstappen win this year. I think just because it's a different... It's a different person it's you know it's a different face to the face of formula one max verstappen is world champion now not lewis and i think it's it's nice to see red bull back on top and for red uh, for christmas i got uh my mum got me the mexico grand prix red bull uh, t-shirt which i absolutely love um it looks awesome um but yeah and that that's what i wanted to go into now how this is so reminiscent of senna prost um because twice this season I think is I I think I especially saw it on the final on in this race in Abu Dhabi, when Max Verstappen has sent it to Lewis Hamilton twice this season, once in Saudi Arabia, and uh, not Saudi, the last race, yeah, the last race was Saudi Arabia, and then Abu Dhabi. If you remember the uh, the Top Gear tribute um, to Ayrton Senna um, from. Uh, from Top Gear, when it was Jeremy Clarkson. You'll remember Martin Brundle said this. He often uh, used to put us in a position um, that you were going to have an accident and he would leave it up to you to decide whether to have that accident or not. So did you hear exactly that? What Martin Brundle said about Ayrton Senna. Senna would so often put his car in a position where you two were going to have a crash and he would leave it up to you to decide whether you'd have a crash or not. And that is exactly what Max Verstappen did with Lewis Hamilton, okay? At Saudi Arabia and thing, because I looked at the onboard of Hamilton and Verstappen. Uh, well, uh, sorry, I looked on board of Hamilton in Saudi Arabia when, they, when um, Verstappen sent it, and obviously on the final lap there. He, he knows Verstappen is going for that move. And what he actually does is he essentially shoves his car, uh, well, shoves his car, he turns his steering 90 degrees right to avoid him. Or he, he turns out of the corner to avoid Max Verstappen because he knows that he's going send to uh, send, it, send it. And that was just so Ayrton Senna to me that, you, you know, uh, oh, it was it was unbelievable. There's so many similarities between them two and Senna Prost. Um and I think I think the rivalry between Senna and Prost was a a lot, obviously, the, the best rivalry ever in Formula One. I think there's a lot more, there's a hell of a lot more respect between Verstappen and Hamilton. I think you know after every race, apart from maybe Saudi Arabia, they went up to each other and fist bumped. And before all the press conferences, as Tom Clarkson was saying in um, Not Beyond the Grid, um, F1 Nation, the F1 Nation podcast, um, he goes every time they come in. Lewis gives a fist bump. He asks, oh, what you've been doing recently or what you've been doing over the weekend or something. And they, they are, they're not friends. I think Lewis said in an interview, you know, we're not friends. You know, he, he was, he's like 12, 13 years younger than me or something like that. Oh, no, he's about 11, 12 years younger than me or something. Um, but I think there is, there is such a, a respect between them. I think Lewis can obviously see Max's talent, but obviously Max knows how talented 
um, Lewis is. And what I want Lewis to do, I wanted him to lose this championship, but I want him to come back next year and win it because then he can prove to everyone that he is the greatest of all time. He has all the stats then. The only thing he's missing now is the world championships. I want him to come back next year in these new era of cars. And do you know what? There will be no doubt in my mind if he comes back in an equal car with everybody next season and wins the world championship. Because that would solidify for me that he is the greatest of all time. Because for me, that still is Ayrton Senna for me. Not, maybe not statistically, but in terms of pure talent. Uh, well, no, I guess it's the most talented. The most successful driver of all time is obviously Lewis Hamilton. But the greatest, I mean, you can't compare over eras, I know, but I think everyone has their favourites. I think Lewis Hamilton is, you know, if he wins next year and gets the eighth, he will undoubtedly be the greatest for me. Um, but, you know, an absolutely incredible, incredible season we have had. I'm going to do... Um, a, um, a, a kind of a full season review um, hopefully before the end of the year in fact yeah I think maybe oh no I I, I might do I might do yeah in tomorrow's episode um, for you I'll do um, I'll do like the formula uh, uh, my favourite moments of this season um, and then uh, yeah and then, then we'll do my, my own personal achievements as well as in 2021 um, and I just thought that that was such a fitting kind of tribute when I first watched that Ant Center tribute. Um, and I just thought it was like, oh, wow, you know, this is, this is perfect. Like it really is. Um, and I don't actually know why you can find it on YouTube, but you can't find the actual tribute, um, on Top Gear. I, th I think it was, um, cause it was supposed to be the episode that, um, what was it? Um, this was the one where Cameron Diaz and Tom Cruise were in um, the reasonably priced car. Um, and I, I think they took it out because of the music um, or something. But that is where my love of optimistic came from. From um, when, Lewis, when Lewis Hamilton is driving Ayrton Senna's MP44. That's just an incredible moment. A really, really, really incredible moment. Um, but yeah, ladies and gents, I don't think there's anything more to add. I think I've spoken, and screamed my way through this podcast. And yeah, just, I, I genuinely am so thankful to have been so heavily in Formula One this year. 2019 was my first year because I watched Drive to Survive at the start of 19. And then I was like, oh, Formula One isn't actually terrible. I quite like it. Um... And then 2019 came along, uh, as I said, and then I supported Rich Energy and Haas. Um, and then 2020 came, and I was still kind of on that Haas, um, on that Haas thing because I wanted to see Grosjean and Magnussen do well. Um, obviously, then Grosjean became my favourite driver from 1920, and then obviously that he had that horrendous crash last year. Um, and yeah, just to go there and to see everything this season. For we knew from the from about halfway through the first race that this was going to be a season to watch because you know Hamilton and Verstappen were battling um, for position in that first race, and it's just incredible. The Mercedes tracks this year have been like Red Bull tracks, and the Red Bull have been Mercedes tracks, and it's just it's been absolutely crazy. And I'm so thankful. I hope you are you are all so thankful that you are you have witnessed history this year. This is the season that we are going to be telling our kids 
uh, telling our kids about and telling the stories. God, you know, I, I remember watching this season as a, as a, as a wee lad, and I'm um, supporting both of them. And you know, it was an, it was an incredible season. And I'm so glad that I've done this podcast, and I'm so glad that I've actually recorded my reactions live, as incomprehensible as they are on my Instagram and Snapchat. Um, but I'm just so thankful that I have been able to actually properly enjoy this season for what it is and that is the greatest season of all time the number one season out of what is it 71 now and it's just absolutely incredible um but that aside i hope you have all really 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 enjoyed um this this series i guess you know this is the last one for this year this is the end of season one's commentaries um, and I'm so proud of myself that I've, I've managed to do all of them. And I think my, my, I'll go into my New Year's resolutions properly uh, in the next episode, but I just want to be consistent next year. I want to do it a few days after the race, because obviously the race was a few weeks ago now um, for me. And, you know, it's, no, it's probably about half a month away, away from me. And I think my, next, my goal next year is to do them immediately after the race. Um, so yeah, I can't wait for it. It's going to be fantastic. Um, and I can't wait, but ladies and gentlemen, that is going to be all for me. I need to take a, a rest from shouting. It's going to be really weird not shouting in the next podcast and just talking. Um, don't know how we'll cope. I don't know how everyone else will cope. Um, but we, we will be fine. We'll be fine. Ladies and gentlemen. Um, but without doubt, one of the greatest seasons I've ever watched. But ladies and gentlemen, that is going to be it for this podcast episode. I thoroughly hope you enjoyed uh, listening to my commentaries as I have done filming them. And I can only go up. I can only improve. And that's the reason, I, just before we do go, that is the reason why I've done this. Is because to see maybe in 2023 how good my commentary gets compared to now. And no doubt I will look back. I still look back on my early episodes and I go, oh, that was terrible. So every episode, you know, I'm improving and I'm... I'm you know, I'm getting better. And next year, I hope to come back with a full force of, well, hopefully very good vocal cords. Um, and uh, yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to the... <clears throat> Finally, you can relax with Rizzoli. Thank you so much, ladies and gents. And I will see you in tomorrow's episode. Three episodes in three days. Look at you. <laughs> see you later.